Hello to each one of you, and welcome to the Wealth Coach Coach Podcast. I'm Rob Saunders, and together I know we will learn how to escape the hamster wheel, why we need to change our concepts, and who we can discover true happiness with. Wow, that's a lot of adventure, so let's let today's adventure begin. I'll read you a scripture. And he called ten of his servants together and gave them ten minas, one each. A mina is a hundred days' wage. And he said, Do business with this until I come back, until I return. And when he returned, he called to them to find out, to know what business they had done with his money. (laughs) These are amazing words. Yeshua challenges in this story, and by the way, he gives this story seven days before his death. He's starting the last week of his life. And he has said to his servants, do business, buy and sell, be active, but the real kicker is with my money what if we saw the money we had we viewed it as not our money but his money i once heard a pretty famous person say listen if you give 10 percent, then the other 90 is yours and i just what are you kidding it's all his now he's entrusted certain amounts of it to his servants to do business with, but for two key things. One is for his glory, and the second one is for our good. If we realize we're doing business with his money, then we get big results and big rewards, if you're interested. So when he came back, he called for the accounting, for the audit statement, And the first appeared before him to answer his challenge. And he said, Lord, exact words from the scripture. This is in Luke 19. He said, Lord, your money, your mina has made 10 minas more. Wow. That's a lot of days worth of money. A hundred times, that's a thousand days worth of money. The Lord said, well done. Now catch this, well done. Well done. He didn't say, wow, well taught. Man, that's good teaching. (laughs) He didn't say, ooh, well believed. Not well taught, well spoken. Great new concepts, well believed, well, that was a good new song. No, he said, well done. He said, good servant. You were faithful with my money. Now receive authority, rewards, rule over ten cities. Wow. This is a new concept that the Lord introduced in the last week of his life. 
When people tell this story, a few days later, he will say it, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. But he doesn't, that's another story, totally separate from this. Here, the reward was based on the result. There, it was the same results. You look it up. I, I don't want to confuse you with this, but on this story, the result determined the reward for his servant. No wonder it's not talked about much. The one thought that gives me is that grace and favor are a gift. They're free, so to speak, but they're not cheap. We don't want to, we don't serve a cheap God. He's a God that wants to, for us to succeed and achieve. You remember I asked earlier, how many of y'all have sort of settled for the mediocre vision for your own life? You don't have to be disturbed much. You could go to church on Sunday and have a Bible study on Wednesday. But you know God has an exciting plan for our life. And so here, this servant was so excited to say, listen, I've I have returned 10 times what you left me. Wow. And he made the wonderful statement, it's your money, not my money. Lord, help me to see that more and more in my own life. I like to refer to that story as a kingdom mystery because then he added another mystery to the same story. So the next servant showed up and he said, your one minna has made five minas more. And the Lord said, wonderful, be in authority and rule over five cities, not ten, five. I'll meet you where your standard is. But then... The third slave showed up. And he says, the third slave, y'all listen to this, this is important. The third slave shows up, servant, and he says, Lord, I hid your money, but here, you get it back. Your one minna is returned. And the Lord said the shocking, dramatic truth. To him that has, shall more be given. And he shall have an abundance, an overflow. But to him that has little, that does not have, even that will be taken away from him. Wow. I can't remember the last time I heard a sermon on this. But the Lord said that in five different places. It is recorded in Scripture, five different places. What a dramatic truth. You have the choice. You can receive in abundance or you can forfeit what you have. Now, that's why I keep asking, what is your vision for your life? Mediocre people 
are not very warm toward those that want to achieve and be abundant. It's just a fact. It's a fact of life. Wherever there's one person that says, I, I can do that. No, that's doable. There are a hundred that say, no, you can't. I, don't bother me about that. So here the Lord is saying, listen, my life for you is exciting, but it involves action. It's not about teach. Just it's not about teaching and singing and and con, You know, just having a wonderful concept. It's well done. I hope that encourages you. I'm not saying that to uh, condemn or to put you under uh, undue pressure. It's just to wake us up. He's telling this story at the beginning of the last week of his life. It's amazing that after he said, for whoever does not have, parenthesis, an increase, even what he has shall be taken away. And then he added, and take the one minna and give it to him that has ten. Is that amazing? That's one of the most unchristian statements I think I've ever heard. My goodness, that pops my bubble. <laughs> that that blows my concepts up, out, <laughs> blows blows them out of the water. Take away the one and give it to him that has ten. Now, what do you think the crowd said? I tell you what they said. They said exactly what you think they would say. That's not a Christian statement. Why would you give the one to him that already has the most? Because the kingdom mystery has is to them that have shall more be given. Wow. What do you want to do with that statement? What could that mean for your life? Are you looking forward to seeking, playing that hand out? This story is so important that I want to read you the five references in different places that you can find this story. It's in Matthew 13, 12, Matthew 25, 29, Mark 4, 25, Luke 8, 18, and Luke 19, 26. Wow, real results. We're talking about real results, real life, which leads us right into the next topic, real results. <clears throat> and this one is in Matthew 13, 3 through 8. So uh, these stories overlap a little. The sower sowed and some seeds fell beside the road and the birds came and ate them up. Others fell on the rocky places. Others fell among the thorns. There's the thorns that the Lord was talking to Adam about a long time ago. And others fell on the good soil. Wow, what's going to happen in this soil? And the one on whom the seed was sown on the good soil, this man hears the word and understands it. Wow, the Logos becomes rhema to him. And he brings forth fruit. He brings forth a giant increase. And the increase, what do you think the increase is? 
And Jesus said, some bring forth a hundredfold increase. Some 60, some 30. Now, which of those three returns is your first choice? A hundred times more, 60 times more, 30 times more. Think of this, a hundredfold increase. Wow, we're going up, aren't we? We talked about tenfold. I mentioned earlier about Deuteronomy 1, way back there, Deuteronomy 1.11, which says a thousandfold increase. I said I'd had two of those in my lifetime, one younger, one when I was older. Now we're at a hundred, a hundred times increase. Now you have to have God's favor. You have to be working with his blessing to see those type of returns. But that's what it fell in the good soil. So one out of four. Wow, one out of four got it. Now, of the one out of four, do you pick 100 times, 60 or 30? Well, it depends on the vision you have. I, I, I might, I'm, 30 sounds like a lot. 100 sounds like three times more. I think if I'm going to shoot for it, I might as well shoot for the 100. What do you think? So the one that the seed fell in the soil full of thorns had great regrets, didn't they? The worries, the deceitfulness of rich cares of life wiped them out. If we assume that they were Christians, they never had a life that matured. There was no maturity. There wasn't the fulfillment of the great plan God had for their lives. This story puts me under the microscope to answer my own audit questions. Where am I? Rob, what are you, what are you doing with your life? But he's calling us higher, isn't he? he? If we're in the thorns, let's get out of the thorns. Let's do business with his money. Let's have a hundredfold increase. Well, let's shoot for the best. And let's enjoy his favor and goodness in a life well lived. That surely if you had a hundredfold increase, you'd be a great blessing to others. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm always amazed when Christians think, well, if I just have enough for myself, that then I won't have to bother anybody asking for anything. No, no, no. No, the point is you want to have an abundance so you can help others. But imagine a hundred times more. I've so enjoyed sharing today's episode with you. To learn so much more about true happiness, our coaching programs, and our video courses, please join me at wealthcoachcoach.com. Look forward to talking to you soon.